Okay, I think we're ready to go. But anyway, as I was saying, we're going to be in Exodus chapter 2 tonight. And today, of course, is Mother's Day. And the reason that I'm, my thoughts came to Exodus chapter 2 is that there is a mother here that is a great example of godly motherhood. And I'm just going to read a few verses from the beginning of the chapter. And uh, it might be the first ten or so verses, but uh, this gives us a really good picture here. It says, And a man of the house of Levi went and took as a wife a daughter of Levi. So the woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was a beautiful child, she hid him three months. When she could no longer hide him, she took an ark of bulrushes for him, dubbed it with asphalt and pitch, put the child in it, and laid it in the reeds by the river's bank. And his sister stood afar off to know what would be done to him. Then the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe in the river, and her maidens walked along the riverside. And when she saw the ark among the reeds, <coughs> she sent her maid to get it. And when she opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the baby wept. So she had compassion on him and said, This is one of the Hebrew's children. Then his sister said to the Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call a nurse for you from the Hebrew women, that she may nurse the child for you? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go. So the maiden went and called the child's mother. Then the Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this child away and nurse him for me, and I will give you your wages. So the woman took the child and nursed him, and the child grew, and she brought him to the Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. So she called his name Moses, saying, Because I drew him out of the water. Now, this passage um, uh, is about Jochebed, the wife of Amram. And in this particular case, if you um, read earlier on in this passage, you'll find that the midwives of the people were told to kill all the baby boys. But God would cause these Hebrew baby boys to be born so fast that the midwives couldn't get there, but also the fact that the midwives feared God. I think that's part of it too. The midwives feared God and they wouldn't do what the Pharaoh asked. And so this mother, Jochebed, she took a real risk in saving her son alive. And she hid him for three months. When she couldn't hide him, she gave him up to the river and left his sister to watch over the baby. And then as time went on, the Pharaoh's daughter came and found the baby, and Miriam was there doing her job, watching the baby, and then she was able to come to the, to the Pharaoh's daughter and say, would you like me to get a nurse to raise your baby, to wean your baby for you? And lo and behold, 
she calls the child's mother. She calls their mother and says, come and nurse the baby for the Pharaoh's daughter. So she gets this opportunity to raise her son, even though he should have been killed. She gets an opportunity to be paid for it, because the Pharaoh's daughter said, I'll pay you your wages. But then something even more significant happens, because this baby that God allowed her to raise, God allowed her to wean, that God allowed her to have, would go on to change the world. Of course, we find out in, a, in Exodus chapter 3 and 4 that he has a life-changing experience with God, and God calls him, and he goes to deliver the children of Israel. But Moses' story didn't start on the burning bush. Moses' story started with a faithful mother. A mother who was willing to risk her life to see her baby survive. A mother who was willing to raise her baby, to wean her baby for someone else. And because of that, the entire Hebrew race was saved. And we all know that Jesus Christ came from Israel. So all nations today are blessed because of what this mother did. And uh, I just think that mothers are very special. My own mother is an extreme blessing to me. She has raised 11 children. She has taught us to love God and to love His Word. And it was with my mother in the living room of our home when I was five years old that I made the decision to place my faith and trust in the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And my mom has helped me through some of the most difficult things that I have had to experience as a young man, through some heartaches, but also through some joy, some of the most joyful times in my life she has shared with me. She's been at my graduations, she's been at my birthday parties, all those things. My mom has been there, my dad too, but today is about moms, and I'm so thankful for a mom that was dedicated to being there for me. Having a mom like I had made me the man that I am today. And I'm so thankful for it. Especially when the culture sometimes looks at my mom and other moms like her and says, why doesn't she have a job? If they only knew what her daily schedule was like, they would eat those words. My mom rises very early in the morning, usually 4.30 or 5 o'clock, and is often not in bed until 11 o'clock or midnight, because she cares for the needs of her household. My mom is a great example, and one day, hopefully in the not-too-distant future, I want to marry a wife who will have the same dedication 
to being a wife and a mother and my mom. I want to honor her today because without her, I wouldn't be here. And if I may not be a world changer like Moses, because those only come along every once in a while. But any opportunity that I have to change the world for Christ, my mom gets a lot of the credit. And I wish more moms realized this. <laughs> Our culture tells moms, tells women, that they need to go out and make a name for themselves and do something magnificent. Not even realizing oftentimes that the most amazing thing they could do is to invest and breathe life into their children. My mom has the opportunity to affect potentially 11 different families for the kingdom of God. 11. And we, we may never become as numerous as the Israelites, but as far as I'm concerned, that's a pretty big influence. And why is she able to have this influence? It's not because she went out and became an administrative professional or sold real estate or played the stock market. No, it's because she was willing to change diapers, to cook food, which in our case, with as many people as we have in our family, can sometimes be somewhat of an endless proposition. To help us who are sick. To get us places. Every, every title you can think of, she probably wore it at one point or another. But most important, my mom, my mother fears God. She loves God and she wants each and every one of us to love God too. And I, I want to bless you who are mothers. I want to encourage you who are mothers that you have blessed your children even if it doesn't seem like it sometimes. But God is grateful for the sacrifices you have made. And now, for those of you who have grandchildren and great-grandchildren, the legacy continues. Maybe your legacy hasn't been that great up to this point. But God is the God of a second chance. And if you're still living and you're still breathing, you can still make a difference in the lives of those around you. As I've said before here, I hope and trust that you're all trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ as your salvation. But I can't make any assumptions. So all I can say to you at this point is, if you haven't trusted Christ, please do so today. He loves you. He has a plan for your life. He wants to use you. Even here at Run Saving, even if you can't get out, even if you haven't been out of this place in weeks, there's still people that you live with here that need encouragement, that need hope. There's still people that work here that need encouragement, that need hope. And I want to encourage you 
to to use that influence. When God prompts you to give a word of encouragement, do so. And and it says something very interesting in, in chapter 1. I just want to backtrack a little bit. It's talking about the midwives. It says, Therefore God dealt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied and grew very mightily, and so it was that because the midwives feared God, that he provided households for them. He's not talking about any great earthly accomplishment here. He's talking about Fearing God. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 31 that a woman who fears the Lord will be praised. Charm is deceitful. Beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord, she will be praised. So you might not have been a Hollywood celebrity or or been out and been big and famous, but if you fear the Lord, if you sought after him and you taught your children to do the same, then you are blessed. And God, who sees in secret, will reward you openly. I want to encourage you today and bless you. For mother is one of the biggest titles you could ever wear. And even if you weren't able to have your own children, there's a chance, a very good chance, that God allowed you to be a mother figure for someone else. And I want to thank you for that. I'm thankful that God gives us mothers, that God puts us in families, and that for those of us who don't have earthly families, we still have the family of God. And I just wanted to leave you with that. I don't know what God is calling you to do. I don't, I don't know what God is calling you to surrender to him. Maybe you have a wayward child who, who isn't following the Lord. And in your own way, you have to come in the bulrushes and leave him where only God can reach him. Maybe that's where God has. Wherever he has you, know that he can use what you're going through. So I want to encourage you with that today. I want to bless you in the name of the Lord. I pray that his face would shine upon you and give you peace. And I pray that you'd be blessed this evening. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we once again bow before you and praise you and thank you for this opportunity to be before you. We ask that you would bless us with understanding, with peace. We ask that you would bless the mothers in this audience today, that they would bless you and trust you and honor you even when those around them aren't. We pray that we would lift up motherhood and that we would realize how much we owe to this divinely given institution. We praise you for your Son, Jesus Christ, who gives us everything richly to enjoy.
thank you for all that you've done and all that you will do. And in all this, we pray that we would always give you glory. In Jesus' name.